Network. And to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome, everybody, to Leadership Development News. We're so glad you're here. Uh, Kathy and I have helped thousands of people to move into the top 10%. And I'm Dr. Rowan Adler, and Kathy that I'm speaking about is Dr. Kathy Greenberg. Kathy and I have been doing this show for now seven years, and so glad that you're here with us. And we want to be able to provide tips and tools for you to move into the top 10%. This top 10% is a tipping point of such that if you can get yourself or others into that, um, you're so much more effective than people, than people who are just kind of average performers. So it's all about being a top performer. And we always have great people to bring to you. But before I do that, let me bring on my uh, esteemed co-host, Dr. Kathy Greenberg. Hey, Raleigh. How are you today? I think we're going to have a fantastic show and exciting, um, if you will, kind of journey around the world with uh, David Hale Sylvester uh, talking about his bike trip um, to actually recover as a coach himself from a personal loss. So I'm really excited to hear about David's resilience uh, and his ability to, if you will, kind of climb that impossible mountain, literally. And I know we're going to be talking about, <clears throat> is it his book that's called Travel at the Speed of Life? Yes, and the, the story is, is captured in that book. Okay. But of course, Great. you know, before we, uh, before we bring David on, it's always nice to bring our New listeners, uh, yeah. we have so many. Um, I think we're over 95,000 listeners at this point, and I think it's fantastic. So if we could just take a moment, I'd like to tell everybody about my friend, uh, one of uh, my, uh, I'll call him my mentors, and somebody I just enjoy uh, being with, either virtually or in person, and that's Dr. Relly Nadler, who, of course, is a master-level certified executive coach. He's a psychologist a corporate leadership and team trainer, and Relly brings his legendary expertise in emotional intelligence to all of his keynotes, his consulting, his coaching and development programs, and Relly's newest top-ranked book, Leading with Emotional Intelligence, not only provides hundreds of tools and strategies to develop star performers across industries, you can download a lot of those tools in his free iApp, it's called Leadership Keys, and you can visit him at truenorthleadership.com for lots of free downloads. And really, um, just take a minute and give us the text number that people can use to get lots of free bonuses from you. Well, thanks, Kathy. Um, <clears throat> so we have this because we know many people might be listening on the road or if you are uh, aren't at a computer, if you take your smartphone and you text EI Central, which EI stands for Emotional Intelligence, EI Central, 
uh, to the number uh, 38470. So that's the number 38470, and then in the text you put EI Central. Basically, then you'll be able to register for EI Central. It's free membership. And on there we have some assessments that you can look at your own emotional intelligence. We have some of these podcasts that Kathy and I have done, um, other kind of uh, links to the uh, Psychology Today blog I have. So text 38470, and then in the, in the actual subject line, you put EI Central. Well, thanks, Kathy. And let me take a moment to introduce you for the folks who don't know you. And then we've been doing this for seven years, so hopefully you know, people Only know seven? a fair amount. They probably know too much <laughs> <laughs> about you and I. Um, but it's always been fun to do this with you. And so for folks who don't know Dr. Kathy Greenberg, she coaches leading executives in entire companies including many of the best companies to work for, the military, including special ops forces, on our proven methodologies such as fearless equals freedom. She's touched millions as an in-demand speaker at national conferences, on social media, and as a TV personality where she's been named the first lady of happiness on ABTV's journal broadcasting syndicated show, uh, The Morning Blend. So here, Kathy offers a lot of her friendly tips and tools to be at your best at work and at home. And Kathy has a free iPhone app, Your Happiness Now. You'll see her glowing face there. She has a lot of things from a a variety of of her books. Uh, And you can get that uh, at the iTunes stores. And then her newest book, Fearless Leaders, Sharpen Your Focus, hit the all-best-seller category in business, including leadership and management. And so we're really excited about uh, the success that Kathy's book has had. And if you want to find out more about Dr. Kathy uh, Greenberg, and she has a rare brand of Fearless Leaders Special Ops Coaches, go to fearlessleadersgroup.com. That's fearlessleadersgroup.com. She has some free downloads, learn what you're truly capable of, and she also has a free quiz to learn more about the fearless leadership style. So fearlessleadersquiz.com. Thanks, Riley. Yeah, I, it's so funny when you said seven years. I feel like we've been together forever. <laughs> I know. It seems longer <laughs> than that. But, yeah, time does go by really quick. It, it does. But, you know, we have seen just in the short, you know, many years uh, that we've been together, um, so many changes in leadership development. And um, maybe we can tell our audience a little bit about why we continue to focus on leadership and why it's such an important focus for us. Sure. Oh, great. Um, Well, the reason that we focus on leadership is about in 40% of organizations, Kathy, that you and I are both in, they say they do not have enough next-level leaders. And so some of this is a convergence, kind of a chaos, uh, a convergence of chaos uh, where the baby boomers are retiring and in some um, things I've read, as many as 10,000 you know, in a day. But over the next 5, 10 years, this whole baby boomers are going to retire. And there's about 78 million baby boomers. The next generation, you know, Generation X, has a lot less people. So there's a demographic there of only about 48 million. And the other aspect is as the baby boomers are retiring, they're also leaving um, you know, their brains full of knowledge, but 
the baby boomers supposedly have more emotional intelligence. A lot of the focus of what Kathy and I, you and I talk about here is how do you raise your emotional intelligence, you know, using a variety of techniques. And the only reason that the baby boomers have been documented have more of that is the introduction of technology. And people looking at a screen, whether it's their computer or now their smartphone, and they're not looking at a person. So almost hour for hour that you're looking at a screen and not a person, you're not practicing the communication skills of, of noticing what worked or didn't work when you said this, um, noticing you know posture, visual cues, all those kind of things. So it's just uh, that aspect of hour for hour, less time in front of a person, less time to kind of practice some of those skills. And so, Kathy, you and I know that, that getting people in the top 10% is all about this aspect of emotional intelligence. Both of us are certified in a you know, series of emotional intelligence um, assessments. But if you look at how smart someone is, their IQ and emotional intelligence, those three factors, let's say you're hiring someone and you have those three factors. Everybody is smart and you want smart people, but that's almost an equalizer because everybody's about the same. Technical expertise you want to hire for, but often people, as they move up the corporate ladder, no longer are doing their technical expertise. So the factor that brings the most uh, influence around success is emotional intelligence, understanding yourself, managing yourself, understanding others, managing others. So, Kathy, ask a little bit about that, and I think the other last piece of this is, you know, that emotions are contagious. You know, we're here, we'll hear uh, from David, you know, about his, his emotions and, and what he's done and how that's been contagious to the people that he's dealt with. Absolutely. I think David David is probably one of the most positively contagious people I've ever met. And just before we bring David on, yeah, I, I belong to a club um, that is well-known across the United States, and it is called the Union League. And the Union League was started back in the 1860s to help, if you will, corral um, our service people into a, what we call a more positive environment uh, politically. It was uh, during the Civil War uh, when we were fighting, um, you know, for our freedoms. And uh, it became a way of helping our military professionals. And our motto is love of country leads. The Philadelphia-based club, which, of course, the Union League has clubs and sister and uh, brother organizations all over the world, um, was number one in the country. And to give you an indication as to how important that is and how important David's role is, uh, David uh, and I met at their gymnasium. They have a huge health facility. They do physical therapy. They do performance coaching. And David was just one of those, I'll call, gentle giants, uh, that you just cannot help but say hello to and feel welcomed by. And if I tell you a little bit about David um, and let him tell his story, I think it will be much more compelling. But, you know, David um, lost a, a very dear friend in the World Trade Center, as many people did uh, on 9-11. And uh, David Hale Sylvester adopted a mission to enhance the world one interaction at a time. And to that end, David, he has bicycled, volunteered, hugged, and high-fived his way 
across Africa, Asia, Australia, and North American continents. His best-selling book, Traveling at the Speed of Life, is a part of the um, curricula now at seven universities, including Yale, and David never imagined in his life he would evolve into a philanthropist, a cross-continental bicyclist, author, filmmaker, but now he will be the first to tell you that he can't ever imagine stopping. And um, we'll listen to more of the magic of David's amazing story from David himself. And uh, we're going to just take a quick break. So don't go away. Come right back. You're listening to Leadership Development News. Always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers, with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. 
We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. We're going to uh, interview David Hale Sylvester, and his website davidhalesylvester.com. He has a book, Travel at the Speed of Life. And so we're going to get into David's story here. I'll just say a little bit, but it's probably better hearing from, from David. Um, but the magic within David's amazing story isn't where he's gone on the bike, but what he's achieved far and beyond his bike. And so one of the key takeaways that we'll have him talk about and that he'll talk about is Evolve. It's a key takeaway from his talks on the subject of his journey where he was also able to convey a message around the world. Uh, and so today, um, David is a lot more than a performance coach. He's an author, a lecturer, and more. And David, maybe we'll let you kind of tell your story, you know, instead of uh, us going through that. So kind of tell us a little bit about kind of your, your story and how this all came about. I'm, I'm sorry. There was just some noise in the background. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, go ahead. Um, excuse me, my story just starts off with just me riding my bike. Um, my friend was killed on September 11th, and I wanted to do something to honor him. Um, and, you know, my first thought was to just honor him by riding my bicycle across the United States. And I went um, from Washington State to Philadelphia, and it was really just a wonderful uh, experience because I met so, so many people that really wanted a hug and wanted stuff just as much as I did. And, <clears throat> excuse me, it was, it, was just, it was just great. And it inspired me to want to do more and uh, want to see more of the country, and that's all I just wanted to do. So I, um, I decided that I was going to next ride my bicycle across uh, Africa. And I went from Cairo to Cape Town, uh, and that was a five-month trip. And again, people just really connected with me and connected with my story. Um, and once I came back, I decided that, you know, I wanted to tell my story in, uh, in a way that I could. I didn't think about writing a book, but I made a documentary uh, called Contributing to the Experience. It ended up getting a best documentary in Philadelphia, London, and Berlin. And that, once that really, that got awards, <clears throat> once I got awards, it really made me think, hey, wait a minute, this, this could go even more bigger than what I imagined. Uh, and it really, just throughout my story, it's just been about the, not just my call, but the response from the people that has made me want to do more. So, David, let me ask you this question. I'm sure a lot of people are asking themselves, how did you prepare for this mission, and where did you get the funding to support yourself to do this? Because this is no um, insignificant you know, amount of effort and time and resources. So tell us a little bit about maybe how, how you did that, because many people would love to inspire others. But it takes time and money and resources. How did you it do just, that? Well, I was willing to put in the time. And in terms of the money, I mean, I just cashed in a lot of a lot of favors and just a lot of just everything, just a lot of my savings in order to do this. And what has found out is just that it's just been, um, it's people, once people saw what I was willing to do, they were willing to pay my speaker's fees. They were willing to do, they were willing to help me out, uh, for me helping them out. 
and uh, you know it's you know the thing where there's a will there's a way doesn't come from no place and uh, and I've just been able to to just really just leverage my heart and my emotion and the good deeds that I've done into into money and to goods and services in order to pay for pay for air tickets, pay for, you know, inoculations, pay for, pay for all that stuff. Uh, and I've been very, very fortunate that everybody has been, um, you know, just really cheering me on. So even though I lost time, um, I didn't lose that much time because everybody was willing to pick me up uh, in terms of training them right again, uh, right away again. So you just, you just hustle. I mean, it's the only thing I can say. You mm-hmm. just hustle. And then, so, uh, say a little bit about kind of as you were cycling, would you, where would you stay? Was it with families? Did you find campgrounds? Um, I have, uh, I have stayed everywhere. I've uh, camped out. I have, excuse me, I have um, stayed with people's families. Uh, I've, you know, I've stayed everywhere. You know, I've stayed in motels that were pretty much like campgrounds. I mean, I have stayed Everywhere, everywhere, and um, and it's just you do what you can in order to get to the next town, in order to get to the next city, in order to get to the next thing, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah. that's it. I just wanted I wanted to ask you what. So how did you keep up this internal inspiration? Um, what what was it that kept that light on for such a long time? Um, it is the again. It's not. It hasn't been my call. It's been the response from the people. I mean, I've met so many people that have just uh, really responded to my story uh, in so many ways. I mean, there have been people that I've just met for moments on the side of the road and have really been able to just really have powerful interactions with them. These people that I've met on the side of the road have stayed in touch with me through uh, throughout the you know. Throughout wow. my travels, and everywhere, so, everywhere I've gone, uh, they have uh, always just remained in touch with me, uh, and always call me to say, "Hey, where where in the world are you now? What are you doing?" Uh, and just uh, or they've just said, "Hey, listen, you may not remember me, but you talked me into opening up a business. You know, you talked me into." Uh, you know, doing this. You talk me into doing this. And it just feels good because these are people that only knew me for a moment, right. uh, never knew my friend Kevin, and just really uh, have responded to the story. And now I get texts and emails every September 11th from people all over the planet who are hmm. just, who say, I'm thinking about friendship today. Yeah. So just just to kind of hear the story, Let's say uh, you know Kathy and I were taking uh, a road trip, and uh, we you know we stopped somewhere and, and we met you. Um, you know what would you say? Okay, you know because I imagine you're extroverted enough that would you come up to us? And if so, kind of what would you say? It'd probably start off with a hug. <laughs> so you'd say what? Can I give you a hug? You, you know, you'd probably no, be like, David, "Hey, what are you doing?" Ask to hug you. David picks you up and carries you around. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I just ask for high fives, and I think that, you know, um, the one thing is that whenever you ride a bike somewhere, people are just as intrigued by you as you are by them. And wherever you are, everyone is thinking they should be someplace else. So people in L.A. are thinking they should be in New York. People in New York thinking they should be in Paris. People in Paris are thinking, you know, everyone thinks they should be somewhere else. 
And so whenever you bike there, people always say the same thing. You know, what are you doing here? Which opens up uh, a conversation mm-hmm. about their life, about your mission, and it just starts, it just starts the ball rolling. Uh, yeah. And people just really just uh, gravitate to my story, and they see that, hey, listen, I'm just one man, uh, you know, with a smile and a high five, just looking to make a difference. And uh, so, I think, oh, I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, so, so these universities, uh, including Yale, that, that carry your material in their uh-huh. curriculum, what, what do they use it for, David? Is it, is it, it depends it, on the class. It depends on the classes. Uh, it's uh, being used at Black Studies at Cal State Northridge, where I will be uh, delivering the commencement speech, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, this weekend. Wow, uh, really? Um, yeah, and uh, it's a sociology class at Yale, uh, and it's a literature literature classes at other schools. And, you know, it's funny. It's one professor who, um, who I, I gave a lecture at the University of Wyoming a few years ago, and this person uh, called me, uh, I guess soon after the book came out, and said that, you know, when I spoke at Wyoming, that they were in grad school and they were finishing their dissertation, and I inspired them to, to, get, across, to get across the finish line. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, and they said they've been looking for a way to pay me back ever since, and that my book was perfect for one of their classes. Um, and they said, you know, would you mind if I used it? And I was like, oh, no, this is great. So it's, um, again, it hasn't just been the call. It's been the response from people, and that's what makes that's what keeps me going. Yeah. That's what makes me want to do more. You know, I'm not. I, you know, I'm not doing this uh, in a vacuum. I mean, I really right. am. You know, just it's people. So, so just to get the power, because I don't think we're getting the whole story at least yet. So, you give us a high five, and then what? What's the story? What do you? The what story do you say? is the story is you tell me. You know, I tell you what I'm working on. I tell you that. Uh, you know, I have not been prepared or trained for anything that I've done. You know, I have a degree in statistics at Temple, not creative writing, yet I wrote a book. I am 250 pounds, and the average cross, you know, continental cyclist is 100-something. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I am... I made a documentary, and all I have to show for it is a history of watching bad movies. I have not been prepared for anything that I've done. But there's only one reason that I have done it, and that's because I wanted to. Uh, and, you know, I have always given more credence, more, more weight to why my ideas would work than why they wouldn't. And I think when you think that way, um, you, 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 find, you just find a way. And so people like that energy, people like that, that kind of talk. Uh, and so people say, hey, listen, how can I help you? You know, you're already moving forward. How can I help you? You know, when I started writing the book, um, very long story, very short, there was a woman that just knew me through, through Facebook. She just knew me through Facebook, and she was just reading chapters as I would put them out, you know, and I would say, hey, listen, people, help me, help me edit this book. Tell me what you feel. And when the book needed one last edit, one last professional edit, this woman, you know, she was like, well, when are you going to get it? And I said, whenever I get the money, but I'm broke right now. And long story very short, there was a check, FedEx to the Union League that Monday. 
you know, mm-hmm. for the editing fees. And, uh, and I said, get this book done. It's that important. This woman wow. didn't know me. She just knew me through, through right. you know, my chapter when I said, I can't accept this money. And she said, you will. And she said, I, David, I know your heart. And I said, well, how do you know that? And she said, David, I read it. Right. And so it's, again, it hasn't just been my call. It's been the response right. Right. that has been so powerful to everything. So, so David, um, we're going to go to a very quick break. But when we come back, think about some of the key milestones that you can share with our audience to help them understand what winning is. How, do you, how did you indicate to yourself that you were winning this outstanding effort to engage the supportive people so that we can help them teach them something about what you did that's useful? So don't go away. Okay. We'll be right back. You're listening to Leadership Development News. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Are you a fearless leader? Fearless leaders stop at nothing to win while engaging others through positive action. Fearless leaders operate with a strong sense of freedom. They embrace the courage to fail. They respond to challenges with resilience. They operate from a higher consciousness, and they excel through a mindset for success to increase everyone's ROL, or return on leadership. You can, too. Let Dr. Kathy Greenberg and a rare team of special operations coaches help you realize your full potential at fearlessleadersgroup.com. The Fearless Leaders Group applies a powerful coach approach beyond tools and techniques by fundamentally transforming a leader's core abilities and approaches to any business in as little as 90 days. Act now and receive a free bonus. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com. Take the free assessment and find out what you are truly capable of. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com to find the fearless leader in you and discover how being fearless truly equals freedom. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, whathappyworkingmothersknow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at h2cleadership.com. That's h2cleadership.com. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business.
listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're talking with uh, David Hill Sylvester, and davidhillsylvester.com is how you can find out more about, uh, about him. But so, David, you were just telling us during a break we want to hear some of these stories on the air. But so maybe say a little bit about your friend and, and, and kind of the relationship you have with him, because that's the part, at least I haven't heard yet, you know, kind of the impetus for all this. And I'm sure that's when you're on the road, you're sharing a little bit about that. Well, my friend Kevin Bowser, he and his twin brother uh, were, you know, they were everything I wanted to be. I was uh, an in-betweener, which meant that I was younger than all of the little kids and younger than all of the teens. So I spent a lot of time by myself looking for guidance and leadership anywhere where I could find it. And, you know, Kevin and Kelvin were the sons of a neighboring family. Um, and more than wanting to be around these guys, you know, I wanted to be these guys. Uh, and Kevin and Kelvin were 10 years older than me, and, uh, but I never, they never let me feel like I was 10 years younger. And what's interesting is that at Kevin's memorial service, I mean, I always knew that the twins, as we referred to them, you know, the twins were always older than me, but it really wasn't until his memorial service um, that I realized that they were 10 years older than me. Oh. And 10 years is a huge difference, right. you know, when you're 10 and they're 20. And, you know, but they never, I could always hang around them. And, uh, and they never had a problem with me as long as they would always tell me to grow up, you know, always tell me, you know, grow up, grow up, grow up, which is one, one of the reasons, you know, that, you know, the theme of all of my talks is like, is to evolve. You know, because I always had to step my game up whenever I was around them in order to hang around them. And all they had to do was say, hey, if you don't act right, you know, you can't hang around us. And so I would do everything I could to step my game up. I would do everything I could to, uh, to evolve. And Kevin and Calvin were just, uh, you know, just very, very special individuals uh, to me. I would be much, much less of a man if it wasn't for them. If it wasn't for them, if it wasn't for my father, if it wasn't for a lot of the men that I've had in my life. Mm-hmm. And did so, both of them uh, die in 9-11? No, 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 just, just Kevin did. Just Kevin. Uh-huh. Just, just Kevin. No, yeah. Kelvin is still around in Philadelphia, right down the street from me. So, so it, when you think about this experience uh, and what motivated you, how did you know when this mission was a success? Uh, was it something you had envisioned or something that you had measurement for? What, what was what I mean, was there was the no, milestone? I mean, there was no, there was no real milestone because, I mean, I'll be the first one to tell you, I really didn't know what I was doing up until, you know, maybe after I got back from Africa or, you know, definitely the Asia trip. Um, I just didn't know what I was doing. But after I got back from Africa, when I made the documentary, uh, and it started getting picked up in film festivals around the around the planet. Um, it got in uh, into 27 film festivals, and it. I went to one of the film festivals in Berlin, and to see a German, Swiss, and French critic debate my work positively um, in different languages was pretty much a thrill, and it let me know that you know my my story was was cross 
cross-cultural. It was, it was able to relate to so many different people, and I thought, you know, maybe this story could be, could be bigger. Um, but the challenge has always been, you know, what, how do I get it bigger uh, for me? And uh, so that was definitely one milestone. And another milestone, you know, was the book itself, you know, being able to get the book out. Um, and then beyond that, probably the biggest thing is being in Australia, I biked from Sydney to Melbourne uh, this past December and volunteered at a few different charities. Um, and I met a woman in Melbourne. Just She just happened to be my waitress. And she, after telling her my story, she said that, you know, her best friend and her best friend's mother rode their bicycles across the United States from San Diego to Florida because of my book. Her mother met me at a book signing in California and was so inspired by me and apparently loved my hug so much that she was, she decided that she was going to ride her bike across the United States and her, you know, had her daughter ride the support vehicle. Um, And so your biggest leadership skill right now is hugging. Right. I want to make sure everybody hears that. Right. A well, leadership I mean, I, skill is hugging, yes. I, I think when it comes to leadership, I think you have to touch somebody in some way. I mean, I just happen to be, you know, my hug is, that is that is my touch right now. And, you know, the secondary touch would be my story, the fact that I'm willing to uh, to constantly move forward. Um, you know, I'm in this club called the Explorers Club, uh, and I was at a dinner one time, and, you know, the president of the Explorers Club called me the guy that does the most with the least, uh, which I was very, I was very, very touched by that um, mm-hmm. because, you know, I, I don't have much. You know, I, I haven't been trained for this stuff. I, <clears throat> I am broke, you know. I'm just making money off of training and doing some speeches and stuff like that, but I'm not letting that stop me. And that's not the focus. What I don't have is not the focus of my talk. It's what I can do. That is the focus of my talk. Right. And so I think when you when you are presenting uh, the the image of always moving forward, I think people are inspired by that, and people are you know are motivated by that, and people want to keep that that message and your personage close to them because most people don't think like that. Yeah. No, and I, I would think that people who are listening right now are saying, well, you know, how do people measure success? People generally measure success by some, um, I want to say, artificial milestone. Um, how much money they have in the bank? What size car do they drive? Or what kind of car do they drive? Uh, you know, do they have what we would call the accoutrement of success that they can title themselves as success? What I love about you, David, is you've broken all of those molds. And the coach approach that you take has nothing to do with the success as measured by society. It's the success you measure yourself as an individual, and that's unique for everyone. Well, well, thank you. I mean, I just, you know, I, I, I never had any money. I never had uh, stuff, and I mean, you know, for, I was always seemingly, you know, struggling to, to get by with these trips and stuff like that. So, it, you know, I had to rely on my own will. So in terms of milestones, it was always, I always had to find something different in order to, to keep me going. Um, and so it's... Um, so, so on that, David, that's, what, so what are some of the things when you get 
down around. I've I've uh, taken bicycle trips. I, I did a bicycle trip around Europe. This is years ago when I was finishing my uh, doctorate, and we kind of raised money for services for the for the deaf. And my friend and I took a, a bicycle trip through southern uh, Europe. But so when you're out there and it's raining or you got weather, bad weather, you're by yourself. So what, what keeps you going? Like what, what's some of the, the personal inspiration? Because, you know, it's, it's a lot of, uh, it's not fun all the time. It's, no, you it's, get through the hardship. <laughs> it's certainly not fun all the time. It's, uh, I mean, I think there's always something to, to, to laugh at. I mean, you know, there's always going to be a sunny day sometime around the corner and stuff yeah. like that. But, uh, Probably one of the basic things that I do is uh, I wear a lot of bracelets from uh, that I've collected from different countries and stuff uh. like that. And one of the bracelets is from somebody, um, so I guess in 2008 or 2009, I wrote an article for ESPN that ended up getting 2 million hits. And uh, after I wrote the article, I got a letter in the mail from this woman that said her mother would read and reread my article every time that she went to chemotherapy hmm. and that wow. every time she would uh read the article it would always make her smile um hmm. but she said that you know she wanted to thank me for making her mother smile but she also went to inform me that her mother had since died and that she was sending me one of her mother's bracelets because she thinks her mother would want me to have it and she just wow. said just keep, just keep going so when you you all I have to do is look down at my wrist and see yeah. that hey listen I'm not I'm not by myself you know I'm not doing this for myself you uh-huh. know there are other people that are that have attached themselves to my story in a very powerful way and uh you know and they attach themselves to my story because I was going forward so I have to find a way to go forward right and right. so it's uh you know the inspiration is it's 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 wherever we find it, and for me, like I said, it's it's you know all I have to do is really look down at my wrist, and it's there. Yeah, that's huge. Well, I think it sounds like your story is is what relates is kind of every man, every woman's story. You know that uh, there and what we relate to is not someone who is an expert necessarily with all these degrees and everything else. It's someone who's who we say, wow, that's kind of like me. And, and yeah, I think no, I think, I think that's it. You know, one example that I always give is, is that if you are moving forward, like, you know, and imagine that your, your life, your success, everything is, is a car. And if you're pushing it forward, someone is going to, to help. If you are really yeah. behind there pushing, someone's going to stop and give you direction. Someone's going right. to give yeah. you some gas. Someone's going to, speaking, but now imagine this thing. <laughs> Hold on. Now imagine the same we're thing. Take, we're oh, going to take a quick break. I'm sorry. And we're gonna Hold on, David. Yeah, yeah. I, I we'll hate come right to back. stop you, but we're going to take a yeah. We're going to take a really quick break. Sorry. Speaking of somebody who's going to stop you, but we're going <laughs> to come right back with some more gas. So don't go away. You're listening to Leadership Development News. Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network.
Are you a fearless leader? Fearless leaders stop at nothing to win while engaging others through positive action. Fearless leaders operate with a strong sense of freedom. They embrace the courage to fail. They respond to challenges with resilience. They operate from a higher consciousness and they excel through a mindset for success to increase everyone's ROL or return on leadership. You can too. Let Dr. Kathy Greenberg and a rare team of special operations coaches help you realize your full potential at fearlessleadersgroup.com. The Fearless Leaders Group applies a powerful coach approach beyond tools and techniques by fundamentally transforming a leader's core abilities and approaches to any business in as little as 90 days. Act now and receive a free bonus. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com. Take the free assessment and find out what you are truly capable of. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com to find the fearless leader in you and discover how being fearless truly equals freedom. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better? What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. We're talking to a top performer here, David Hale Sylvester. His website is davidhalesylvester.com. And David, we were just you know following up uh, you know during the break. It's always interesting. We have good conversations during the break. We say, oh, we need to get that recorded. So one of the things we wanted to focus on, I guess next week you're going to be in California. Anybody who's uh, around um, Cal State Northridge, you're going to be giving the commencement speech. So what's kind of? I know you said you're still working on it. What's the what's the message to these 22 year olds, 23 year olds who are just graduating and have their kind of whole life in front of them? What are some of the, like the, maybe the bullet points that you're going to be focusing on? You know, like I said, I, I haven't finished it yet, so I don't know. But I think that any time that I am uh, speaking to anybody, I just want them to understand that, hey, listen, man, we are here. We're here to grow. We're here to evolve. We're here to constantly step our games up. Uh, and that, uh, And you step your game up by always, I think, presenting the fact that you're moving forward. You know, again, mm-hmm. to go back to the thing, if you are presenting 
your life as moving forward, people are going to help you. People And help comes in a lot of ways where people can actually assist you or people can take things out of your way. Um, but imagine that your life, your future, is now a car up on bricks and you're still pushing it. Uh, no one's going to help you. You know, no one's going to, if anything, people, if you're pushing a car on bricks, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, people are just going to laugh at you. People are going to mock you. People are going to take a picture and say, hey, look at this, uh, look at this fool. But if you are always presenting yourself, your, your, your possibilities as moving forward, people are going to, uh, people are going to help you. People are going to do what they can for you. So I think, uh, you know, a lot of it is just your own personal will and ability to just always present something that is moving forward, and people will help you. Um, I am a testament to that. Um, Like I said, you know, I don't get anything done, anything, without the response of the people. Uh, And it's I've only gotten things done because I've always presented, uh, you know, my intent was very clear. You know, my path was, you know, was clear. You know, and people were like, hey, I'll help you do that. You know, uh, I see what you're doing. It was just, and my message was always, was always clear and just always very pure. I'm just trying to help people out. And people were like, hey, listen, I'll get behind that. Um, And uh, and so that is what I'm always trying to get involved, get, get, across uh, to people when I'm uh, when I'm speaking, so I'm sure that will be in the in the speech. But you know, don't ask me too much about it because I don't <laughs> I don't know you just yet. <laughs> so, okay. David, let me ask you uh, maybe an easier question. So you are a performance coach. You work in the gym uh, every mm-hmm. day, very long hours, taking people who are not extraordinary athletes through a day. So what are what are the common coach approaches that you take on a daily basis that get your clients through their workout, even if they're in pain, if they're in recovery, if they're in the best of health, what is that coach approach? I mean, I guess it's, uh, you know, let's, I always try to get people to do something differently, you know, uh, you know, dare to be different, dare to be, dare to be great. You know, let's set a personal record. Let's, Let's be better than who we were yesterday. And being better than who we were yesterday can sometimes that we're going to lift one more pound than we did yesterday. Sometimes it means that we're going to, you know, go one second faster. We're going to hold on to a pose one second longer. But the bottom line is, is you know, be better than who you were yesterday. And in order to to do that, to really to really embrace that, you have to be present about who you are today. Uh, and about about your limitations today, and um, and then say, hey, listen, you know what? I understood what I was today, but I'm gonna I'm gonna shatter that record tomorrow. Um, and I think that just if you constantly say, hey, I'm gonna be better than who I was yesterday, then all of a sudden there's, I mean, we do a million things each day. You know, that's a million one ways that we can be better. It's a million ways that we can, you know, we can feel good and better about our lives, and uh, and 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 winning is like anything. It's 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 infectious. It's contagious. And I mean, if you feel like a winner in one aspect of your life, it carries on to something else and something else. Um, and so that's something that I always do. I mean, my my weight training sessions are as, as much a motivation motivational session as anything. And I'm just yeah, trying to get people to be better. I love that. Just, just 
just lift four pounds more, hold a pose one second longer. Um, You know, Relly calls those micro-initiatives that have a macro-impact and breaking it down and making it that tiny, saying, I'm going to be better tomorrow. I'm better today than I was yesterday. And being present in that moment. You know, we forget how powerful a second or an incremental approach is and just the way you speak about it with so much ease and enthusiasm, um, I can see why people perform better in your presence. And, and I think one of the things that transfers, you know, is you give them that sense of that they push in this one area. And I think things do work that way when we think about kind of willpower and uh, things along those lines. When you do one thing well, it's almost like cross-training. All of a sudden, you kind of have that same kind of discipline or pushing yourself in another area. So even though you're, you're dealing with weights and everything else, I bet you some of the transference for some people is they may say something to a significant other or their boss or, or you know, push the edge just a little bit more so than, they, than uh, if they didn't have that experience. So each thing kind of builds and builds the momentum. Without question. I mean, I think, you know, if you're successful in one arena, why not two? Why not three? Why not every arena? Why not? Why not you? Yeah, yeah. So, David, right. how can people find your video? We know we can find um, your David Yes, Hale if you go to my website, davidhalesylvester.com, uh, there's a link to the movie. There's a link. There's some stories up there. Um, and, you know, one thing I always do in every interview, um, if anybody has a question, if anybody needs some, I don't know, a high five, you need a hug, you need something, call me. You know, my number is easy. It's 267-252-1974. Call me. All right, that's it. And, uh, Say it again. Say it again. 267-252-1974. Um, and if and you can like what... you at contribute to at gmail.com? You got it. You got it. I'm contribute not hard, I'm not to, hard to miss. That's the number two. Yeah, contribute to, contribute the number two at gmail.com. That's right. So just call me and let's, and let's talk about it and let's figure things out and let's succeed together. Love it. David, okay. it has been such a joy to have you with us. And uh, really, um, I, I, now you can see why I've wanted to have David for a while. Yeah. We missed him. Uh, I met David in 2013, and we kept meaning to get him on the show. And, uh, you know, he, he's, uh, he's been very gracious and very patient. So thank you, David. And Th- thank we're you, so Danny. happy that you've been with us today. So All you've right, been thank both Thanks. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles, and Practices of Top Performers with myself and my co-host, Relly Nadler. Thank you for tuning in to tune up your leadership performance. And remember, excel your life, www.excelinstitute.com. Relly, anything you want to say before we hang off or or sign off? Inspiring stories. (laughs) Good luck, David. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel.